Hey everybody, this episode of The Horror Show is brought to you by Brian W., Dusty C., John H., <laughs> Jacques. <laughs> I don't think this is your real name, Jacques, but it's pretty crazy. Jacques, though, the future. You don't think Can this you? is real name? <laughs> Anyway, what tip do you want? Thank, thank you, Jack and uh, Michael M. Guys, thank you so much. We've had a lot of uh, people subscribing in bulk recently. Um, so, for all of you that have not submitted your picks, please feel free to email me, Sean at ihatehorror.com If you're a Patreon subscriber, if you're not a Patreon subscriber, check us out: Patreon.com/slash ihatehorror, and uh, you can you can sign up there. It's just a donation. You don't have to. It's not a subscription or anything. We do uh, Google Hangouts, which we just did last night, which was pretty fun. Um, and hopefully we'll be doing some bonus episodes coming up. So check that out. And thank you guys very much. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, last week's Patreon subscribers also, just because uh, there were so many of them. And uh, I actually was late in giving them a shout out. So Tim F., Bryant U., John L., Elise H., and Tony W., thank you guys again. We really appreciate it. the horror show show dissects mutilates dismembers and butchers all of your favorite and not so favorite horror movies and other horror related events i'm sean i'm joe oh boy <sighs> i was really looking forward <laughs> to this episode maniac cop yeah uh 1988 directed by william lustig dude i'm so excited to talk about that gentleman but before we dive into that, let's. Uh, this movie is considered. What would you call this? It's a cult classic. Cult classic, yeah. for sure. Classic. I mean, very well regarded. Uh, I would say people. It really, has its fan base. Yeah. It definitely does. I mean, I would say more. I'd say this might get lumped into one of those movies people claim they've seen, even though they haven't. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. I, I think it's because Bruce Campbell is in it. Yep. And because it's so, like, culty and. I think there's a group of people that just, like, will tweet this out and be like, I love this movie. Yeah, just because of the names? Yeah. And uh, I don't think they've seen it. <laughs> it and not that I, uh, We'll get into it. But anyway, I think it is a very... Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll get into it. So, yeah, William Lustig. Yeah, he directed this was Maniac. Shocking. Yeah. Directed Uncle Sam. Dude, I was, gonna tell, I was so excited to tell you that. Joe's... One of Joe's... Favorite movies, Uncle Sam. That is, that is not a true claim. I do enjoy myself some Uncle Sam, though. Um, and produced by Larry Cohen. The director of It's Alive. The, the he also wrote this. Alive. He also wrote it. I think we need to start uh, like a horror show hall of fame. People that keep yeah. contributing. Because Larry Cohen... Be a wall of shit. <laughs> might, might be up there. Well, Larry Cohen is like a first ballot... Piece of shit maker. Yeah, because there's so many of his movies that we could do, like the stuff. Dude, you Q could do or... everything on his list. Yeah. Produced, directed, <laughs> and written. All of, you could do it all. You could really do it all. And actually, he's really like our generation's Roger Corman. Yeah, if you want to call, it. yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely turned into a mess in our generation. <laughs> like, because didn't he, he? He did shit like earlier than that too. Though. Yeah, he, I guess our generation's. And that I think word. he's a student of Corman. Is he? I think well, that so. Makes sense. I know. I'm pretty. I'm like ninety percent positive he's like his fifty dollars go because you know Corman. Corman had his like little school. Yeah, and uh, 
Yeah, I'm pretty sure Larry was his protege, <laughs> his progeny. Well, uh, makes total sense, though. Yeah, this guy directed Maniac. So when I saw that, I've never seen uh, Maniac Cop. So when I saw that he had directed Maniac, I was really excited because I'm like, okay. I've never seen Maniac Cop, but I, I mean, I know it's like a city cop. So I was like, that city vibe, he did so, so good, well in Maniac. So well in Maniac. And you know, this movie still has its grittiness. It does. I would say that for sure. I mean, well, the topic alone, and they kind of touch on it, and I'm going to talk about it later because I'm they're they're going to remake this movie. Mm. They're doing a remake, and I mean, I guess we could talk about it. now. Do you? How do you? With the current culture, and I, I'm not going to talk politics. So, with the current with the current landscape of like what's going on with police and stuff, this movie is going to be interesting to make, and even it's tough to make. It's going to be really hard to make, and because not only that, first of all, Maniac Cop in this movie kills about eight million police officers. <laughs> Which I don't think they're going to want to do in a movie. I don't think. And I don't think they're going to want a... And Maniac Cop also kills 8 million innocent civilians. Right. Which I don't think they're going to want to do. It's not a good de- idea to come out in 2016. <laughs> no, I mean, I mean, granted, he's killing them equally, but, like, it, it's it's crazy. It would be tough. But it's interesting, because in this one, even, it's 88. And uh, when Maniac Cop, when, when the news breaks that there's a cop killing people, we see a news report, and... There's a, a black kid on that news report, and he's talking about yes. he like being targeted by police. My next point I was going into is that like all the points that you're making right now about 2016 is good, but it was it was happening back then. I just think like us as a culture right now, like I don't. Think oh we, yeah, no, for it, sure, it would explode. Like yeah, it would, it would a like, movie like this. It now. would blow up. It would yeah. be crazy because like you, no matter how it ends or like you will be able to take something. Even if it's innocent. And let's say that you were like, okay, we'll make the body counts of innocent people and cops equal. Like, there would still be something. But those that cops were, were innocent, too. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, I'm not saying that. Yeah, I'm saying that like they were terrible. But <laughs> they were innocent also. But you know what I mean? Like, I just feel like there would, it would be a bad. It's a, it'd it, be a bad look. Yeah, the studio should. I'm curious. I mean, they were supposed I to start the filming reason, this summer. I think the reason this movie works in the terms of, like, they got away with making a Maniac Cop is because he's so fucking stupid. First of all, he's basically a mime. It should have just been called Maniac Mime. Because he just <laughs> Dude, uses his hands to, like, mime. axe things he's out. He's a total mime and wears gloves all <laughs> yeah. the time. Like, cops don't wear those gloves unless they're marching in a parade. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, I've never seen a cop or horse racing. <laughs> Horseback riding. <laughs> it's so weird. This guy, it's so bizarre. Just like the rest of the movie. Um, starring uh, Will Smith. Wait, what? Some guy named Will Smith? Yeah, from, you know, Will Smith, famous for Frisco Kid. Oh, okay. Hell Comes from to Frogtown <laughs> and the Maverick remake. Ah, uh, yes, yes. <laughs> that The only Will Smith I comes to mind. Uh, Bruce Campbell, which I've never heard of this guy before, but terrific talent. Tom Atkins, our main man. Robert Z- Zidar, <laughs> whose real name is Zdarsky, and he changed it for Hollywood. Hmm. Don't be ashamed of that Polish heritage, man. I would almost argue that Zdarsky rolls off the tongue better than Zidar. A hundred percent. When I saw it, I was like, wait, what? Zidar sounds like a fucking alien name. Yeah. Zardoz. <laughs> yeah. Um, Tom, or Robert Zidar starred in a movie called A Gnome Named yes. Norm. <laughs> Yo, fuck. And Norm is spelled G-N-O-R-M. Yeah. <laughs> uh... And motherfucking Richard Roundtree, Shaft. Motherfucking Shaft. I was so pumped when I saw him pop up. Oh, I was so pumped, too. And then I immediately started looking up Shaft pictures and stumbled upon the remake of Shaft in, like, 99. Oh, with uh, Samuel Jackson? What a piece of shit. <laughs> you want to talk about being outraged by a remake? That should have been fucking boycotted. <laughs> I don't think it, it could have done well. It, I, I don't know. I don't know. Dude. Shaft is not a bald dude that walks around like that. Shaft was fucking cool as fuck. And Samuel L. Jackson is just being Samuel L. Jackson, which I guess is kind of cool as fuck. But yeah, sure. Dude, our our thoughts in like 99, 98 through like 2001. The 90s is honestly We were so fucked. We were so fucked. Especially that late period. Yeah, like 95 to 99. Especially just... new metal. Especially <laughs> new metal. Yeah. yeah. 
You're right. Fuck, <laughs> fuck the late 90s. Uh, by the way, I'm a new metal fan, but most of it is fucking trash. You know, there's 9,000 songs and zero guitar solos. Like, it's just... So much turntabling, though. <laughs> I'm cool with turntabling. Remember when rock bands had turntablists? That was pretty cool. Yeah. It was not cool. <laughs> fucking sucked, actually. <laughs> they were so bad, too. Actually, no, some of them were all right. You know... Nah, I'm not... Why are we talking about new metal? <laughs> you brought it up. <laughs> So, let's get into Maniac Cop. I am, uh, this was, this was something to behold, I'll tell you that much. So, I'll just say it, I enjoyed the first half, and then it came to a screeching halt. Dude. To the point where I already told Sean, I I almost just turned it off and just read the Wikipedia for the last half hour. It was so slow. And that's actually what happened to me with Gothica. (laughs) Uh, I was watching that before Joe came over, and... I checked the time. He was texting me, and I checked. He was like, I'm going to come over at 3. And I was like, yeah, be here at 3 exactly. And then I looked at my phone, and it was 2.20. And I thought I'd been watching Gothica for, like, four hours. (laughs) And I was only an hour in. And I was like, why? What? What the fuck? You want to talk about boring fucking scenes? I'll save it for when we actually talk about the fucking movie, but holy shit, that movie, it's not even terrible. It's just, like, mind-numbing. Those are the worst. I'd rather something be terrible. Remember Shutter Island, that movie? Yes. Like, that was a good movie. It was all right. It was all right. It was good, though. I mean, I, I liked it. It was another one of those ones that's, like, painfully long, but I do think that was, like, two and a half hours. This is, like, Gothica's, like, the same vibe and shit, except it's an hour and a half, and it feels like three hours. But Maniac Cop, uh, brought to us by Matty D. Thanks, Thank Matt. you, Matt. Thank you, Matt. Matt the Masshole. <laughs> they probably hate that term. <laughs> I would. Yeah, I know. Uh, we might be seeing him. Hopefully, we're going to... What's that thing uh, called? Rock and Shock. Rock and Shock. Rock and Shock. Fucking Sepultura. We're calling you out, guys. I sent you an email. Get back to me. We want to go, but we need... Passes. Matthew Lillard's there. People. We want to talk to Matt Lillard about and Skeet Ulrich. Ghoulie story. I told uh, our Patreon fans that we did the hangout with last night. We do this thing with a Google Hangout where our Patreon fans can come on and everyone can be on their webcam and microphones and we all kind of like talk to each other. And uh, actually, going forward, it's now set up. Thankfully, Google like finally like grew a brain, so you could like join if you want. I can provide for Patreon users. I'll provide a link where you can say, "Yep." I'm going to join and use my webcam and like join in on the conversation. And then there's a link that's like, ah, just watch. Yeah. And you can watch it live. Nice. Which is dope. So, um, we did one last night though. And we were talking about, what was I saying? Uh, uh, Matthew Lillard. (laughs) Oh yeah. I was like, I was like, Joe wants to go to rock and shock and only ask Matthew Lillard Ghoulies three questions. (laughs) I was like, he's going to be like, I have no idea what the fuck you're talking about. I don't even remember being in that movie. Like I, you had no part. <laughs> just standing there once. He, he probably has no idea he was even in it. It might be just B-roll that they stole, like from a real college. Oh, so fucking funny. Um, but yeah, so we want to go there. So uh, I don't know. You guys email Rock and Shock and tell them you want us to go. Yeah. Fuck it. Bother them. <laughs> Bother them for us. Uh, I'm not gonna say it. I uh, was gonna say it. <laughs> If only there is a company if only, that we could work for that would get us tickets. <laughs> that had connections inside the industry. That would be nice. Mm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Maniac Cop. We're talking about Robert Zedar, by the way. <laughs> the fucking Don of the horror industry. He's the gateway. Uh... So after the longest, most boring credit sequence in the history of movies, <laughs> we see a woman being mugged. Dude, that credit sequence was out of control. It, it was it was so fucking... If there's anything I hate, it's long opening credit sequences. Because you don't want to fast forward because like, you're like afraid you'll miss... Something? Yeah, like you'll be like, go too far and then you'll be fucked up. So you just sit through it and then you're like, dude... At least add, like, nice colors or, like, a good song or something. Or, like, do, like, I don't know, like, a background. Like, you could have told us the background of Maniac Cop in the credit sequence, like, through animation. Instead, it's just close-ups of, like, cop hands and cop 
pieces of cops, like <laughs> their hat. Yeah. Okay, but it's on a guy's head, and then like his glove just holding. In case gun. the title "Maniac Cop" didn't didn't clue you off to the movie being about police officers. I loved that "Maniac Cop" referred to a term. <laughs> like they used it as a term. Like, I mean, he's, it, oh, it's a maniac cop. It on is the a list. Sol- like all my nose were just calling him the maniac cop. Dude, it's awesome. Like, I if a cop goes rogue like that, I want the news to be like, we've got a maniac cop on our hands. Oh, what was that guy's name? That cop that did go rogue yeah, in like, California, yeah, yeah. up in Big Bear. I have no idea. That dude was a loony fucking dude, maniac cop. Dude, that guy was a maniac cop for sure. Um, Dormer. <laughs> yeah. So we see. Yeah. 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 Uh, so we see this uh, woman being mugged, or about to be. She's running. She hides in a graveyard, which definitely means you're watching a horror movie, because <laughs> there's no situation where anyone would ever hide in a graveyard in the middle of the night. Right. Uh, except in a horror movie. Um, but no, she uh, she runs and hides in a graveyard. But she runs into a cop who is standing in a playground by himself in the shadows. Would you run up to a police officer doing that? So... You're in a city. It's a, you're being it's a rough chased city. by two guys. Yes. So yes, I would. I don't know because if I see that dude just standing there and I'm going, "Help me, help me!" and he's just standing in one spot, I'm gonna be like, "This guy might be in on it." I mean, I'd probably that's keep true, running. but it's probably not your first. I'd probably keep running too, but it's probably not your first thought. Like, yeah, no, probably a I know. Maniac cop. I know. <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I don't know what I'm thinking, but that dude is scary, and she runs up to him, and he just. Lifts her up by the neck and just—he lifts her so easily. And this guy is jacked. He is. Robert Zedar is fucking huge. He's definitely hitting the juice. He throws people with such ease in this yeah, movie. Yeah, and I kind of believe that he might have just been doing it because <laughs> <laughs> he's fucking enormous. We see him nude in this movie, and he his shoulders are like that shower scene you're talking about. Yeah, <laughs> his shoulders are like double my size, like. Double my width. Yeah, he's a big guy. He's enormous. Um, but they snap her neck, and the two kids that were about to ruthlessly mug her and do who knows what to her watch this cop kill her, and they're like, ooh. Like, there's like, they're hiding behind graves, and they're like wincing. Like, yeah. you guys are, we're about to do something terrible to her <laughs> yeah, also. It's probably like, the same thing. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? And they're like, ooh, that's rough. They're like, <laughs> the fuck? Um, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Um, but we get uh, the cops arrest those kids. The kids tell them. Do the kids even tell them that they see a cop? Yeah, they, they say that. And then it cuts to Tom Atkins. Who's who, in the autopsy room. Yep. and Talking to the autopsy guy with the worst haircut ever. <laughs> yeah, it was bad. Dude, it was fucking terrible. Uh, we find out that the girl's neck was snapped like it was a hanging. Like, yes. Like it's from a noose. And that she also had a crushed larynx. Yeah, and Tom Atkins knows this woman. She, like, ran a bar or was a bartender. Yeah. <laughs> and he, uh, he, uh, he drops this little bit of knowledge on us. Her name's Cassie. She always had the latest jokes. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? Tom Atkins also already knows it's, like, a maniac cop. Dude, everybody, <laughs> like <the first> says, <laughs> dude, everybody knows everything in this movie. It, it's so insane. Like, yeah, we caught two kids who two witnesses say we're chasing her. He's like, nah, it was a cop. Like, yeah, <laughs> and I was like, I, that's what I was so confused about, because how did the, how did Atkins know it was a cop? Did the kid, was it from the info the kids gave? Because, like, that guy was like, these fucking kids, and Atkins is like, you think kids could do this? Look at it. And he keeps saying it over and over. Yeah. He's like, it was a cop. Even I'm like, was- wait, how'd you, how'd you piece that one together? He's like, I know this was a cop. What? <laughs> did you get, like, is that intel from the kids? Like, I, I don't know. They didn't explain so much in this movie. Like, why would a cop be able to have that strength and it be unbelievable that two fucking grown kids couldn't do that? Exactly. Exactly. Like, if anything, it could have been kids more than anything <laughs> else. I just love that this lady had the latest jokes. Yeah, like, I mean, I, what does that mean? <laughs> He's like, I was always telling her to go on that Saturday Night Live show. You just can't walk onto it. Fucking Tom, Tom Atkins. Atkins. <laughs> Tom Atkins, who's a world-class cocksmith in this movie. <laughs> well, in all movies, I guess. Dude, <laughs> there's this scene where Atkins... <laughs> I should, I'll, I'll, should, I'll save it. I'll save it. <laughs> but world-class cocksmith. Uh, in Halloween 3, he was laying heavy-duty... Pipe. Pipe. <laughs> and this movie, he's about... He's, he's ready to do the same, <laughs> although he doesn't get his chance. But I'm pretty sure it's, like, written into the scripts. Also, real quick about Tom Atkins. Uh, 
last night in our Patreon thing, we were talking about him, so I pulled up his Wikipedia. Dude, his Wikipedia looks like no other Wikipedia you've ever seen. Really? You know how it says, like, filmography, and you click it, and it's literally a table? Yeah. It's just a fucking Excel table, mm-hmm. and it lists the movies in the year? Tom Atkins does not do that, and it has these huge write-ups for every movie he's ever been in, <laughs> like over a paragraph long, and talking about Tom Atkins' role in the movie. Do you think he writes his movie? A hundred fucking percent. <laughs> Him or his agent writes it. Dude, it is like, Atkins stars in John Carpenter's, because he was in The Fog, Yeah, and he's like, Atkins stars in uh, John Carpenter's thriller ghost mystery the fog and it like goes into atkins role in the film and like his stories about the- <laughs> that's awesome dude it's it's insane and like i i told people and that well, one of our fans one of our patreon members bryant was like oh my god he's like i've never seen anything like this in my life i was like thank you i was like this is fucking madness he 100 percent writes his own wikipedia so check that out it's it's got some good information in it <laughs> If, you like, if you're an Atkins fan. Atkins has a, one of the most solid Hollywood mustaches. He does. What what would we call an Atkins fan? Can we call him Fanatkins? Fanatkins. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Fanat. I don't know. We're, we're working on it. I All I know is that our our fan, Ryan, who uh, who chose the gate, is like the biggest Tom Atkins the biggest fan at in history. Thing. He's the biggest at, at man. <laughs> Uh, he just loves Tom Atkins so much. And he pointed out that uh, little Steven Dorff looks just like Tom Atkins. And, dude, the resemblance is insane. He's Tom Atkins' love child. Fun fact. Uh, anyway. Tom Atkins sent you a letter because now he has to pay child support. <laughs> so Steven <best>. Dorff. <laughs> back, back child support. You'd probably go to jail. Um, so Atkins is, like, now pitching this idea. Uh, wait a minute. Oops. I just lost my place in my notes. Um, oh, before, so we leave that autopsy room. And this is when I was like in love with this movie at first because shit is just going down every time. Yep. It, it's entered, you get like five minutes of story and then five minutes of just a random murder. Yes. And it was awesome. Because right after the autopsy scene, it cuts to two two lovers in a car. We're about to run a red light. And like, honestly, you're thinking like, oh, fuck, what's about to happen? About yeah, to break the, they don't do law. anything. They do nothing. They stop at the red light. Yeah. And here's where the cop is like full mind mode because he comes and taps on the oh window. Oh, my God. It's and just like so wags f- his finger. And he walks in front of the car and he's doing like, it's he's almost like pretending, everything. He's, <laughs> like pretending he's in a glass. Like, he's like pointing with his billy club. Like, I, I wish you guys could see us right now because there's no way to explain it he's like and it's so overly yeah it's like he's fencing yeah like he's there's a lot of wrist movement it's not like jason movements it's it's very like animated animated yeah, yeah that's the word um and he tells this guy to come out and stand he doesn't in front tell of the him. car no right <laughs> <laughs> he just points and uh pulls out a sword out of his fucking billy club and just cuts this guy open and then throws him about 40 feet onto Dude, the hood of the car. It's like they're in outer space and Because <laughs> he fucking floats. There's no gravity. He floats and flies onto the hood of this car and just... And and blood is squirting all over the And window. it reminded me of Maniac, like when the Maniac jumps on the car yeah. and shoots uh, uh, Savini's yeah. head off. Yep. Except this was not as cool. Although there is another cool gun scene in this. This guy should be hired for all the gun scenes ever. Great. I, I honestly, the kills for the most part weren't terrible. No, like, even this good. one, when this guy lands on the windshield, I mean, it's kind of corny, but the best part is the windshield wipers were on, and it's just moving the blood and it back splatters and forth. in the girl passenger's face. Yeah, and she, uh, but she's able to get into the driver's seat and drive away, and um, nothing ever comes of that. Right. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's going to be a key part to this story, and she's not. She's not. Then it just cuts back to uh, Tom Atkins, who's in the commissioner commissioner Shaft's office. See, okay, you know what? This girl is a key to this story, because, you know what? They just don't explain anything in this fucking movie. Like, I just realized this. Like, she's key because she's the reason they know it's a cop. I mean, besides the two thugs, but you wouldn't believe their word mm. if they told you a cop. This is a key witness saying a police officer stopped us. You're right. And because how did they know it was a cop? They didn't. They, they would have no, no idea. Right. So having live witnesses tell you a police officer pulled us over and then killed this man. Right. I, yeah, you're right. 
But they never explain. But that. also, why would you assume it's a cop and not just somebody dressed as a cop or impersonating a cop? Well, I mean, I think Tom that, Atkins is adamant that it's somebody on the force. That's true, and actually, so is everyone on the force. <laughs> everyone on the force. We'll t- we'll find except out except for the, the commissioner. Th- we'll find out like the mayor and the commissioner are in on this like thing, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna have to frame one of our own." <laughs> Why don't you look for a guy that's not a police officer and maybe dressed as a police officer? I mean, that's probably the first line that you should go to. Or just look for anybody. Or look for anybody walking around. Like, do police work. <laughs> yeah. Just guessing. Dude, the, the whole movie is just guessing. <laughs> Atkins is guessing. The commissioner and stuff are just lying. Like, no one's like, hey, let's do our let's job get, and figure this out. Of it. <laughs> it's so funny. Um, speaking of that, Atkins is with the chief. And is he with the chief and the mayor? Uh, it was so hard to tell him apart. But uh, he's with the chief. And he's saying that this has to be a cop. And again... How how does this how does this oh this is the chief Shaft Shaft is the chief yeah he's a commissioner yeah commissioner and uh, this is the best Tom Atkins is saying you know it's a cop you have to believe me <laughs> and instead of being like all right let's do police work again it's just a leap to conclusions and uh, Shaft the commissioner says when was the last time you had a mental test which they're not called that. Pretty sure they're called like psychiatric evaluation, right? Mental test. We did bring it up because Atkins brought it up first. When's the last time you had your brain, your marbles checked out, <laughs> Atkins? Like what the fuck? And uh, and then he goes, as a matter of fact, didn't you try to shoot yourself a couple years back, dude? Are you fucking? And Atkins is like, my gun went off. <laughs> like this is such a sensitive topic, and Chef brings it up in the most ridiculous fashion possible and you would think like it had a really big plot point and it's not <laughs> it's just it's, i thought it'd be like a lethal weapon vibe <laughs> right and it's literally just the commissioner insulting him yeah. fuck you the, it's you're literally the commissioner like uh i don't believe what you're telling me so i'm going to say i'm just going to um accuse you of being a lunatic <laughs> And, it, and not only that, not accuse you of being a lunatic, but just because you're suicidal, I think your brains are scrambled. <laughs> just because you were depressed, possibly. And he's depressed oh, because his partner his died. His partner died in front of him. Yeah. And he was like, yeah, it was like 10 weeks prior. <laughs> Pussy. Yeah, totally. <laughs> it was insane. It was insane. Um, yeah, it was 10 days after his partner died. Yeah. Also, Atkins saying his gun accidentally went off. Why don't you just be like, yeah, I, I did. It was in a bad place. <laughs> Gun accidentally went off in my mouth. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. Um, but yeah, never comes back. Never once comes back. And you, you already said this, and I'm just realizing it now. It is really funny that it cuts to like a scene of people talking, and it just cuts to maniac cop being a maniac cop. Because right after this, it goes right to another kill. But I was totally cool with that. Yeah, I, I love that formula. Same. And then I, they just like, stopped. Like I said, the first half I was down <laughs> yeah. with, and then they just stopped it yeah. completely. Um, so what's the next kill? Uh, uh, it cuts to some guy like oh, loading up oh. shit in his car and then he just has handcuffs slapped on him. Yeah. Maniac cop just throws some handcuffs on him and the guy gets away. The guy gets away, but then trips and falls into wet cement. By the way, it's like two in the morning. So it would have clearly been, there's no one pouring cement. There's no <laughs> truck around. It was just a pile of wet cement. Falls in wet cement. And maniac cop uh, pushes his head down. Smothers him. Smothers him in it. And then it comes to the next day, people just jackhammering. Jackhammering around his body. (laughs) (laughs) Like, they were doing it in the most unprofessional way (laughs) that you would assume that they were just working on the concrete and not actually trying to get him out. Like, they were just like, "Uh, I got work to do. First of all, they clearly didn't use, like, a dummy. It was clearly just a guy laying because they're jackhammering so far away from him. They didn't want to hurt him. It didn't look like they were actually trying to get him out. No. It was so good. That was a great kill. Um, brutal to think about swallowing cement. Yeah. While you're choking for air. Yeah. That's fucking brutal. Um, <laughs> great kill, though. At the mayor's office, it is revealed uh, that they don't want this leaking, that police are... By the way, did the quality of your movie change whenever they went to the mayor's office? And it looked like it was like... A... The quality of my movie was terrible all throughout. Oh, really? Yeah. I had a really good quality... Uh, video 
And whenever it went to the mayor's office, it turned to like the lowest budget seventies porno film you've ever <laughs> That's seen. That's how the whole life. movie was for me. Okay, so like they must have remastered parts of it. I'm except very the surprised scene. there wasn't boom mics in every shot. <laughs> dude, it was crazy. It was that's how it felt in the mayor's office. I wanted to throw up the entire time. <laughs> um I saw the quality of the one you're talking about though. I think even like the top and bottoms were cut off. Oh, but like I feel like a movie like this, that's how it should be viewed. Same. I don't want to watch this shit in Blu-ray. And that was kind of my thought on uh, like uh, a remake of this. I, I was like, why are you going to turn a bad movie into a worse movie? I meant to say that quality? before too, because I think it would be like more insulting. Yeah, and, like cause more of a riot if it was like well done and well produced, exactly. as opposed to like somebody making a fifty-dollar movie about a maniac cop. Because then Shock. you're not taking it seriously. Right, like, right. Like there's nothing about this you take seriously. No. And you shouldn't, because the story is filled with fucking holes. <laughs> Riddled. Yeah. Swiss cheese of movies. Um, <laughs> which we'll get to at the end. Because, again, I right honestly now, don't even want to talk about the end. <laughs> <laughs> because the beginning's so good. It's just... I've enjoyed everything up until this point. I'm, I'm like, I you. love Atkins. I love everything that's going on. And it just dissolves into fucking utter horseshit. Yeah. It, it, so it devolves weird. into a Tarantino movie, but without with somebody like... A third of the talent of Tarantino. So after the mayor's office, um, Atkins had pitched this cop thing and he's saying, you know, he doesn't want this leaked and I don't even want to talk about this. Like, whatever. (laughs) And then Atkins immediately goes to a bar and tells a fucking news reporter. Immediately. And all the details. (laughs) And and not only that, but this is where you realize fucking Atkins is just a poonhound, (laughs) world-class cocksmith because he's sitting at a bar just like (laughs) Halloween 3. And this girl walks up and she like kind of like is like, oh, like, is this a date type of thing? I forget exactly what she says. And Atkins Atkins is like Atkins is like feels like he has to brush her off, like he has to beat off the poon with like a stick. And he's like, This ain't about romance, it's about murder. <laughs> Just like, you stupid woman. <laughs> like, what the fuck? Atkins, like, can you just relax for a second? Like, why is that in the script? <laughs> Why is that woman so desperate that she's like, oh, thank God, I get to be with Tom Atkins today? Yeah, it would be like... I'm pretty sure it's written into his contract. (laughs) The lovemaking scene in Halloween 3, dude, is outrageous. Some of these, like, characters... It would be like if I wrote a script, because I don't know what I'm doing. I'd just be like, yeah, this person probably likes to fuck. And then this person shows up and is like, let's fuck. And the guy's like, no way, bitch. <laughs> you like, don't need it. I'm not saying that you'd write that way, but I'm just saying like an unintelligent person writing a script. Would... No, that was the point I was yeah. making. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, so I just throw things in there. Yeah. Like, yeah maybe this The guy writes a script and he's horny one night and he's like. <laughs> yeah. He's jerking off while writing it. <laughs> uh, so Tom Atkins literally just pours out... Li- fucking every detail and the woman's like all right i'm gonna need some like information he about t- this and he hands over the case file that's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. i can't imagine that's which clearly isn't even like like photocopied no it's just the actual case yeah file, and i can't imagine that's needs. legal i can't <laughs> it's sean well, you can't imagine what do you dude, mean dude he doesn't he doesn't need it no one's doing police work in this fucking movie. <laughs> that, that's true everyone's just jumping to conclusions <laughs> i already solved it <laughs> it's gotta be a dead cop <laughs> What the fuck? He also tells her to make the story bigger than AIDS. <laughs> I didn't catch that. Yeah, he's like, it's gotta be huge. Make it bigger than AIDS. I'm like, what? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. That is insane. Oh my god. And the mayor is fucking pissed. Because the news breaks the next day. and uh... <clears throat> Yeah. And like you said earlier, it kind of rings similar to what's going on today. Well, okay, so when I saw this and and they they're like it's all over the papers and we see these we start seeing these they show this like montage of news clips where I said like they're it's people like saying like I don't trust the police and all this stuff. And I'm like, man, this would be really cool if they really like kind of delved into this side of it, like people not trusting the police in the city. And they actually do for a few minutes. Yeah, they do. <laughs> But then they also like make it on like a super small screen and have a bunch of shit going on in front of you so you can't focus on the yeah. news report. Yeah, it's really weird. And uh and then we see a woman who's driving along. This is awesome, by this the way. This is this is amazing. She breaks down. We see a cop pull up behind her. Immediately you're thinking it's maniac cop mm-hmm. because of what we've seen so far. Story scene? maniac Kill. cop. Scene. <laughs> scene maniac cop. And it follows the same pattern here. 
you only assume it's Maniac Cop. He comes up, knocks on the glass. The woman pulls out a gun, shoots this cop in the face. It is not Maniac Cop, but this fucking kill scene is fucking unbelievable. Unbelievable. Bullet rips right through his face, blood splats out. Like, this, it was really well done. And it's shot from, like, up and behind his head, and you just see the exit wound. Yeah. And it is insane. And the guy just drops down. And also the concept of that, like, the media creating... A fear, Such a panic. Like a paranoia that yeah. innocent people are getting killed yep. because of it, and like I, I thought it was fucking awesome. Like, yeah, really well done. I, I agree. It was amazing, I, I, and I was like, yeah, maybe this movie does fucking rule. I actually texted Paul because he watched it the night before. Oh yeah, I was like, Paul, Maniac Cop's fucking awesome. Right after this scene, and he was like, Are you sure, Joe? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Yeah, dude, it's fucking good. And he's like, It's not. Like, Just keep watching. <laughs> That's so funny because it is like the. We're about to be introduced to Bruce Campbell, and this is when it truly falls apart. Right, and it's not Bruce's fault. No, it's, no, no. Actually, Bruce is really good. It's almost like two different movies, because the first the first part is Maniac Cop being a maniac cop and creating fear, and then it turns into a whole different story totally around Totally different Bruce's. story. And uh, we're introduced to Bruce, <laughs> and I'll, I'll kind of like just highlight this since we're buzzing through, uh, we're buzzing through time. Um, Bruce is a cop. He's with his wife in his uh, apartment. His wife is, like, losing her mind. We see her clipping newspaper clippings, and Bruce seems to be an inattentive, and they've clearly been going through marriage counseling. They've been talking about that, and the wife's like, if you want to leave me, just leave me. And he's like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and you actually believe Bruce. <laughs> <laughs> For about five minutes. <laughs> For about five minutes, until you realize he's hooking up with another cop at a motel and his wife follows him his wife gets a phone call phone call as it's like almost from a black christmas we're like hey billy, billy. <laughs> yeah because yeah. you're like is he is your husband gonna kill again he's gonna and she's like why do you keep calling yeah and, but that also who's calling i i have no idea i think it's the girl that will be intro- the woman that we're introduced to later that oh the yeah yeah <laughs> well, a cop sidekick yeah <laughs> <laughs> Which um, is the dumbest? But why piece. is she? Because she wanted to set him up. Yeah, I, I guess it's Joe. But I thought the other cops Joe, wanted to set him. Nothing up. <laughs> makes sense about this, Joe. Nothing fucking makes sense about. Maybe it was other cops. Joe, no. But why would they call about him? this fucking makes sense, Joe? They're nothing bothering her. Nothing about this makes sense. Okay, so you're right. And at this moment, I just remembered. I did think it was the police that were doing this. That were like because they kind of talked when they were talking about the press. The mayor's like. We have to pin it on somebody. Yeah. And like, I think they wanted to pin it on Atkins at first. Or, or <laughs> I don't, I don't even know, but they were like, which would have actually made sense. They're like, if he solves the case, we'll make him a hero. And if he fails and we'll fucking kill him, <laughs> rest him. And it's crazy. So but that would have honestly made the most sense because he already has the, uh, the background of, right. You know, not being mentally stable, uh, losing a partner. Right. And he, he's, Digging deep into right. the thing, like that would be the best. And instead, they frame Bruce Campbell, who, well, and, who oh they waited forty five minutes to introduce, and and then okay, so she follows Bruce Campbell to the apartment. <clears throat> well, she grabs a gun first, yeah, and and she pulls a gun on Bruce and the girl, but then they, Bruce like talks her down, and she just leaves the apartment in a fuss. He talks her down by saying, uh, "I'm sorry, I was going to tell you. <laughs> yeah, I was you were not her. going to tell her. You were fucking having an affair. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? I was going to tell you and." She leaves and gets picked up, and she gets pulled into, like, a van. Yeah. And I was like, okay. I was like, this is the cops. Like, the cops are involved. That's what I assumed. Right. I was like, they're making us think it's Maniac Cop, but it's clearly the police who set this all up to frame Bruce Campbell. Which also would have made Also sense. makes sense. None of that is what happens. It was Maniac Cop and some fucking sidekick, I guess, who have no reason to frame him. No. And then they leave her corpse in the motel room. Right. That he was in. Yeah. Which is very complicated to do because... You have to wait with, for him to leave with And then the girl, still get the keys. And then get in there before the house Doesn't make sense. It, none of it makes sense. None of it makes sense at all. It, it's it's so infuriating. Like, And this isn't us nitpicking. This is just so on the surface. Like, You're just like, wait, who's calling? Who's doing this? <laughs> right. Why? <laughs> what? How did they know that that girl was going to leave? Like... It's so bizarre. And then there's... We'll get to and it. And how did, how did Maniac Cop know that she left from that motel Joe, room? Joe, that's what's fucking insane about this, okay? Like, <laughs> later on, like, Atkins is like... And it might be soon. But they're like... They're like, uh... 
he's getting intel from the inside. How do you know that? Like, what gives you that information? He's just killing innocent people. <laughs> that nobody you... would have any intel on any of these people. Right. Just walking. I, that's like the most confusing part. And they're like, there's got to be somebody He knows inside. somebody will be walking in the city. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? And I think that's what we're supposed to believe. But the intel was on Bruce fucking... Bruce having a side piece. <laughs> like... Yeah, I, I I don't know, man. It it was just really insane. It was really insane. Um. So yeah. Um. But yeah, you you're not sure if she's nabbed by like a cop or the maniac. Uh, but she was definitely nabbed of by the maniac variety and left <laughs> and killed. Throat slit on the bed, and the cops arrest Brucey, old Brucey boy, for murdering his wife and his, all the other people. His captain. Is the most dry human being I've ever seen. Dude, that guy is painful yeah, the entire your movie. Wife, those things with your wife. There's <laughs> scenes later on, and he's like, "Oh yeah, you're telling me you didn't do this. Where is he? What do you do? All right, okay, you're under arrest." That, he's like, a, "What the fuck?" He's a classic catcher mitt face, dude. Oh, <laughs> dude, the most catcher mitt face. He's like, yeah, how was you, "You ever row with your wife last night?" This guy <laughs> is more horrifying than Maniac Cop's face. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think Maniac Cop looked that bad. No, he didn't. He just had like dirt in his teeth <laughs> yeah. and a couple cuts. Just a Yaga <laughs> Uh Atkins doesn't believe Bruce did it because Atkins knows fucking everything. <laughs> like, dude, if you think that a cop is behind it and they arrest a cop, you'd probably be like, so and they arrest you. the cop for murdering his wife. Um. Yeah, you, and 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 the wife has a clippings book of all the maniac cop killings, and the the husband was having an affair, and the husband was having an affair. Yeah, you'd probably just be like, "Oh, this yeah, might be it." This and is, instead, Atkins is like, "It's not him." <laughs> First of all, a- Atkins interrogates him, and it appears that he does believe he did it. And then he walks out of the room and is like, "He didn't do it." <laughs> what? <laughs> like he does not believe him at all in the in the interrogation room. And then afterwards, is like, "He definitely didn't do this." Um. And then uh, he's like, so he's like, we need to, we need to talk to this side piece. And so they, we see Bruce's side piece in a prostitution sting, <laughs> working a prostitution sting. Have you ever seen those on cops? Yeah. You actually kind of feel bad for those guys. First of all, should prostitution be legal? I dude, if a woman wants to make money, I, who, I mean, who I cares. I mean, I. We want to protect everyone, but like, yeah, but it's you, probably safer if, if, if you legal. legalized it, yeah, and like monitored it and stuff. Like, I don't know, I don't know. But on cops, it's like the always the most saddest human beings that are like going to these prostitutes. Like they're the saddest, most lonely people, and like they just start crying hysterically whenever they get busted. I honestly, I do feel bad. Like you just want to get laid. Yeah, like, like and they're all time. just like clearly like a lot of them are like slow. Like, they're definitely, like, <laughs> slow, lonely guys. <laughs> this is making me sad. They're all, uh... And then they have to be on TV for everyone to see. What What was the actor's name in Maniac? Oh, uh, Joe Spinell. Yeah, they're all Joe Spinells driving <laughs> around. Except not killing people, hopefully. Um, but she's, uh, she's uh, working undercover as a prostitute. <laughs> Do we want to talk about the scene where, like, a guy tries to pick her up? And is like talking like backwards, and he's like, "Hey, are you a cop?" <laughs> and instead of like keeping the thing going and trying to arrest this guy, she's like, "Yeah, you got me." <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, you fucking cops!" And they're like, they like have this exchange, like, and she's like, "Okay, go say hello to your wife and kids for me." And he's like, "Oh, you cops!" <laughs> and he just drives away. I don't think that's how police things work. It's not. It's not. <laughs> and she's also terrible at it because. She's like, could you please tell me, could you please say, I'd like to pay you money for sex? And he's like, are you a cop? What if he was the maniac? Like, she's just... (laughs) Can you imagine that? It's fucking... Like, some serial killer on the loose just going up to a cop being like, hey, are you a cop? Like, yeah, you got me. Yeah. Okay, well, not killing tonight, then. Yeah. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Uh, But... She's walking down an alley, and she does encounter the maniac. I'll tell you what. Maniac cop shows up when you least expect it. Like, I never expect him. And I'm like, this can't be him. And then it's fucking him. And he starts trying to strangle her, and she pulls out her gun, starts shooting him. Atkins is just prowling around. And he hears a gunshot and immediately just comes out flying and starts... They put, like, 13 bullets in this They shot him so many times. And then he just disappears. Yeah. 
So now we know, okay. So let's just set the stage for this. Like if you're not following this and haven't watched the movie, this guy is a ghost of some type. He has not alive. He has to be. He just took 13 bullets to the chest and she said she shot him twice twice in the head. head. Yep. And then he literally vanishes into thin air. Yes. Okay. So let's just make that very clear to everyone that's listening. And honestly, up to this point, I was still enjoying it because it would be awesome if he was like a ghost cop. I'm in. I'm in. I'm fine with that. It's a fucking horror movie. It's fine. I'll buy that. I'll bite. But we're about to find some shit out. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Let's see. Oh, so uh, Atkins now is... uh, Atkins is still... Atkins is now on the case of... There's somebody on the inside giving this guy info. Yeah. Because he found the prostitute cop. It's insane. So he goes and he meets this lady with a bum leg. She's got like a limp on her leg. Um, and she she tracks her down because she's friends with the prostitute woman, the 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 sting woman, the cop. Okay, so um, I was actually going to ask you. And I wanted to ask you beforehand, so I didn't sound like an idiot. The sidekick. I don't know really what she was. Okay, so now I'm I'm realizing. Okay, so. I mean, her relation later that we'll find out it makes no sense. But her, the reason he got involved with her was because they were like, it had to be somebody who's friends with the side piece that's tipping off Maniac Cop. Bruce. Which, how would you come to these conclusions? Yeah. It's insane. Because I still don't. But that's what, it, <laughs> I, that's what it is. I it's, watched the movie and I wouldn't draw that it's, conclusion. No. It's, it's, it's that Maniac Cat must have... Maniac Cat must have... Ins- <laughs> I would watch that. <laughs> Must have inside information. And so who who would know this information other than the side piece, somebody that's associated with the side piece? And they're like, oh, yeah, her only friend is this lady. <laughs> she doesn't know their friends or family. And the, and that's who Bruce, or Bruce, that's who Atkins starts following now, right? Correct. To and the dock. He follows him to the dock. Where she's sitting, or Maniac Cop is sitting on the dock like a petulant child that's being scolded <laughs> his head's just down and she's like and she's like using his name and it's matt, matt yeah and she's saying matt we can help you why are you killing innocent people matt you were just supposed to kill the drug dealers and the scum yeah and also atkins sucks at hiding and atkins is hiding perfectly fine and then like must kick like the biggest gas can <laughs> of all time biggest tin gas can because it's like clink, 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 clink. Also, I never understand that. Like, why do you have to move until those people You're either fine. walk towards you You're or fine. leave? You're fine. You were so silent. And you had a perfect vision. And the woman's just going, who's back there? And just starts firing blindly. Like, <laughs> what if it was like a kid or something? I do. And uh, so Atkins splits. And uh, Matt, and then the woman turns around and Matt's gone also. Oh, the so, woman was also talking about the commissioner and the mayor. Yes. Oh, Matt. like she's like. To Matt. She's like, you just want to kill them. Like, basically, like, we're doing this all just to get to them. Yes. So you have to act soon. Maniac Cop also disappears again. In yes. The scene. So, okay, I can still buy in that maybe this... Yeah, because it's like Jason. Like, you can talk to Jason. So I, I'll, I'll bite that she's still talking to, like, ghost guy. Right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm glad we're on the same page. Um, <laughs> Atkins goes to the station. Um, he finds out... He, he, Brings up the name Matt. They reveal that there was a cop that was in Sing Sing. He got oh, sent. Yeah. Okay. No, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Okay, yeah. Keep going. <laughs> That's pretty much all I was gonna say. Oh, oh yeah. They reveal that there was a cop that was sent to Sing Sing with all the criminals that he arrested and put away. Right. And his name is um, Tom or Matt. Matt Candell. Something like that. Candell. Something. I'll get to it later. I have it a million times in my notes. But uh, my favorite part is Matt. That, uh, Atkins is doing the research, and there's just some bozo cop that literally tells him everything on his way out. Like, Atkins is like, all right, I'm done with my research, but we don't see it. And then he walks out, and then this, like, bozo cop's like, hey, what you doing? And he's like, oh, looking up this guy, Matt. And he's like, oh, or he's like, looking up, looking for a cop that, like, did this and that. And this guy's like, oh, you mean Matt Candell? He was sent to Sing Sing, and he got stabbed a bunch of times. You might want to check that guy out. Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> No, no one knows anything, but everyone knows everything somehow. It's so weird. Um, cut to maniac cop trying to get a little bit of shut eye on the docks. 
weirdest scene. He's up all night, man. He's just laying down, <laughs> just sleeping with his eyes open. And uh, he's dreaming about his murder. And we get to see that he was sent to prison because he was a shoot first, ask questions later type of cop. It shows him walking through prison, which actually might have taken 12 minutes of just him it walking so and people long. like looking. First of all, I th- I thought these people were scared of him because they were like cowering. They weren't doing anything. One guy, th- <laughs> only one guy, throws a cigarette at him, but everyone else is like, hey, ps, 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 yeah, and just whispering. Like no one's like, hey, fuck you, like a typical prison scene. Yeah, like in the straight, Watchmen yeah. when they go to jail. Like exactly when Rorschach goes to jail, and they're like, you're gonna fucking die. <laughs> these people are just like, ps, 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 like even in Batman right. video games when they send yeah. Batman to Arkham Asylum. Yeah. They're, they're all just like, hey, check out this fellow. <laughs> like, you have no idea what their reaction is. No. Well, that is, yeah, until there's a nude shower fight. <laughs> so much shanking and slicing. So much. Um, and Oh, uh, my God. That background music might have been the worst background music oh I've ever God. heard in my entire it was fucking life. Painful. It was painful. It was so long and I hated it. It was like Chinese water torture. Oh, it was so bad. But so was that whole nude fighting scene. There was so many like partial butts. <laughs> I just was not down with it. Um, but ultimately, we see him get stabbed in the back and then given like a Joker type yeah. cut Slap, yeah. smile on his face. Um, and this goes along with my theory, never fight a naked guy because... Uh, Maniac Cop is nude and he's like beating the shit out of him and he has very good flexibility when he's naked <laughs> his leg goes very high and he's very jacked I just don't want to fight a naked guy even if you were talking about this before yeah like you've already won yeah like, if you're naked you've won yeah don't want even to if you, you approach him like I, I would not approach a guy in a shower to kill him no <laughs> I, don't care. I don't care how big my beef is uh, it's just insane um, we're back at the, we're back at the mayor's office and the bozo that revealed everything to us before. Yeah. The bozo that re- revealed everything to us before, um, is like approaching the mayor and he's, he's like giving the mayor shit. Like, but again, just revealing the rest of the story. And he just straight up tells the mayor, he's like, Hey, I know you murdered that guy <laughs> to protect the mafia. And, uh, the mayor's like, oh, you piece of shit. And he's like, I don't care. I'm retiring soon. And that's the end of that. <laughs> Just to drop that info to us. They had to work it into the plot somehow, I guess. <laughs> I guess. It was insane. Um, and I feel like everything with the mayor was built in that way. It's just cutscenes to the mayor's office and somebody walking in and being like, hey, mayor, remember when you did this? And he's like, shut up. <laughs> um, yeah. So... Dude, I wish that's how they started their sentences. <laughs> hey, man, remember that time you had this scandal? <laughs> I mean, it was pretty close. Just slowly opening a door and saying that. It was pretty close to that. Um, so, we gotta speed this up, man. We are... This movie is great, but... Well, luckily, n- nothing else happens. Nothing else really does happen. Um, Bruce and Atkins start getting together, and Atkins is telling him, you know, he believes his side of the story. Um... Also, why why is Maniac Cop just killing innocent people? I don't. People? I honestly don't know. That's the weirdest part. Like, you, there's no vendetta. Like, it's so weird. Like, there's no reason for him to be killing these people. No, you should just be going after the people that were responsible. Yeah, Atkins gets beat down by uh, the woman because he's snooping she's around, screaming. He knows you're here. He knows you're here. Um, they're in the prison with Bruce at this point, right? Yeah, and she's there for some reason. Yeah. And this is like the end, but it's not the it's, end. No, it's not. But you think it's the end. It should because be. Because like there's a million kills. A million cops die. So you walk out of the so the sidekick dies. <laughs> Maniac cop's sidekick dies. Atkins is there. Uh, Bruce is in prison with his lover. Atkins is out in a different room. That's where the girl confronts him, starts pounding on him. You hear the alarms going off, so Bruce and them are like, what's going on out there? There's a cop hanging, so one's already been dead. There's just like there's literally bodies everywhere. Yeah. Um Hanging, bodies hanging from the ceiling and shit. Yeah. <laughs> Maniac cop breaks through the door, grabs the girl, like, almost like the that Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah, like, pulls yeah, like, her right through, through the door, yep. Uh, Atkins is fucking shooting his gun right at him, shooting him again, hitting him, but not killing him. <laughs> Everybody in that room is dead, and we see a body fall, like, 90,000 feet from a window, and just <laughs> fucking die. And then the movie continues... 
And I, that was fucking Tom Atkins. <laughs> Dude, it's so fucking weird, guys. I had no idea Atkins died until, like... Dude, I was waiting for him, and I was like, oh, how come I haven't seen him in a while? And then somebody's like, like, with, like, honestly, like, 15, 20 minutes left in the movie, somebody's like... I forget his character name, but it's something like McGuire. And they're like, uh... Oh yeah, Maguire's dead. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, is that Atkins? I was like, it can't be Atkins. And I was like waiting for him to come back. Me too. <laughs> and that was It him. was the most abrupt ending to a character I've ever seen. The main character up to that point. <laughs> it was so random. It was so weird. And then to make it even weirder, there's a jump cut to two guys taking a piss in a bathroom. And one of them's the judge. And he's like, he's going to kill me. And the guy's like, who? He's like, Matt. And he's like, that guy's dead. The judge is like, no, he's not. And he knows I did it. And that's it. Yeah. And we don't even see that judge get his comeuppance, do we? I don't believe so. (laughs) It's insane. Well, after all this shit happens, Bruce gets out of it. And why does everyone believe that this guy is running? I know. Loose. He's dead. It's so weird because everyone. Okay. So everyone in this movie, when somebody's like, I believe this guy, Matt, did it. They'll be like. You're fucking nuts. And then the next scene with no other, like, incident happening, they're like, this guy Matt's on the loose again. <laughs> like, what? How did your opinion change? Like, that's what's happening to literally everyone in this movie. I know. And then after all this happens, Bruce gets out. And obviously everyone's like, oh, my God, this guy escaped. He's the maniac cop. Because because yes. because even though some people think it's Matt, other people still think it's Bruce. Yes. Which is confusing. But this is my favorite line possibly ever. Uh <laughs> There's two guards. They see all the dead bodies or two cops, whatever they were. And then they see Bruce. And Bruce has a gun. He picks up a gun. He's like, don't move. And the, the cops are like, what the fuck? They, you know, they, they accuse Bruce of doing yeah. it. And he's like, I didn't do it. And he's like, I'm getting out of here. And then Bruce leaves. And then one of the cops looks at the other guy and goes, should we go after him? And the guy says, no, nah, you heard him. He said he didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. This movie is just absurd. And then... Instead of, like, going on the lam, because he just got out of prison, there's still people that think he did it. Bruce immediately goes to the doctor that pronounced Maniac Cop dead. And this is honestly the Bruce point where I stopped caring. Bruce, a wanted so much fugitive, is just walking around. And, yes, yeah, so much conversation. They go to the guy that did the autopsy. He's a doctor. And he, he basically tells us, uh, well, he was really cut up, but he was, like, had severe beatings. So he was, like, basically brain dead. So I just said he was dead, but he was actually alive. And then some lady came and took his body. She signed up for the body, and I so I gave her the body. <laughs> it's so stupid. Like, even if you thought he was dead and he was brain dead, you'd have to, like, euthanize him to bury him. <laughs> like, what? It's so weird. And he wasn't even in on the conspiracy. Well, everything that guy says is completely unprofessional. Oh, totally. He needs to lose his license immediately. Oh, uh, Absolutely. It's insane. And, um, yeah, so we find out it's St. Patrick's Day, so of course there's a St. Patrick's Day parade. So there's lots of police activity going around. The mayor's all terrified that Cordell's going to kill him, which is insane because Cordell is fucking dead. Or he's not. So now, okay, so now here's the real question. We're to believe that Cordell, the maniac cop, is actually a person that's alive yes. and survived. Right. But he, he's immune to bullets. It's fucking dumb, it, Joe. Yes, I, I'm, it's fucking dumb. I'm in full agreeance. Oh, boy. So, uh, what? I mean, let's let's get along with this. Um, <laughs> Bruce and his main squeeze, they avoid some catastrophic incidences. They arrest her. Maniac cop comes, chases her. <laughs> she climbs out onto the roof. And is, like, maniac cop targeting Bruce Campbell? Because there's like a million people he could kill, and he doesn't. Instead, they arrest Bruce Campbell. Uh, they find him on the street, because he's literally just standing on the <laughs> Not fucking <hiding>. street, a <laughs> wanted fugitive. And they just arrest him, throw him in the back of a paddy wagon. And then Maniac Cop shows up and is like, hey, I'm going to take this car. And just takes it. <laughs> and is driving Bruce around. Right. To the docks. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's his fucking hideout for some reason. Yeah, he's got a hideout. Um, Which, oh, by the way, there's apparently a watchman yeah, at there's that a guy, There's a fucking security guard. Who's never seen Cordell. He's been going there every night. And uh, they go in, and 
Maniac Cop doesn't have the keys to the back of the paddy wagon, so he's, like, hitting it with an axe. <laughs> and this is, like, one of my favorite scenes in a movie ever. Because it's so dumb. So it cuts to Bruce inside, and he's, like, got this look like, okay, I'm going to burst through the door. And, like, you're imagining, like, the door's going to swing, stun Maniac Cop, give Bruce a second to get his bearings and, like, get loose. Yeah. He jumps through the doors, and literally nothing happens. He just falls on his face. <laughs> Like, like Maniac Cop isn't even stunned. Like the doors don't even hit him. Bruce Campbell just knocks dives out, out yeah. knocks himself out. It's the weirdest thing of all time. Um, it's so weird. Uh, and by the way, that chase scene, the, wait, we should mention. Okay, so when Cordell takes the car, the woman who was on the roof somehow gets to the bottom level in like three seconds. And is following. And is like, let's get him! And this cop's like, oh yeah, I get it. And then it's fine and fine with it. And he hands her a shotgun and goes, you know how to work a shotgun? She's a police fucking officer. Police officer yeah. Like, don't be a fucking sexist piece of shit. <laughs> and then they're driving. They're chasing him. And it is the longest, most boring chase sequence because nothing can happen. Because <laughs> Bruce is, nothing can happen. And it's like 45 minute chase sequence. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. They get to the docks. Like I said, uh, Bruce is out. We see Cordell's face for the first time, and it's really not that bad. It's not. I mean, there's, like, some decent scars on one side, but the other side is just a cut, and he's got, like, dirt in his teeth. <laughs> it's really not that bad at all. It's not fucking cropsy. No. Um, Pre, pre-burning. pre and, and why does Cordell decide he's going to make a run for it? Because, like, backup comes, and, like, he's like, Ugh. He's killed everybody in the fucking yeah. city. And he doesn't die. I'm so mad. Like it, the fact that he tries to run is so. And he, stupid. and he tries to run, and he gets in the car, and he takes also, off. He can vanish. Yes, <laughs> into thin air. <laughs> and Bruce hops onto the side of this van, and he's like, <laughs> he holds on for dear life, even though they smash through the wall of a building. He kind of just leans into it, and it's fine. And Cordell, <laughs> who has his hands on ten and two, and has two eyes on the road. <laughs> Somehow drives straight, <laughs> straight into a giant fucking river, like spear. Oh, 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 yeah, yeah. Like I think it's like a, like a, I don't know, something that. It's holds. a pipe. It's a pipe. Yeah, but I think it was like something from a boat, like that holds on to the the sail. I don't know what you'd mm. call it. I just thought it was like a suspended Maybe, pipe. <laughs> who knows? It made no sense why it was hanging from the air. But it, it's a giant pipe, and it impales him dead on in the center of the chest. <laughs> he's driving ten He's ten driving two. 10 and 2, eyes straight on the road. He's not distracted at all. I mean, Bruce is, like, hanging on the side, but at this moment, he's looking straight. And he just drives straight into a pipe, impaling him, and then drives straight into a river, <laughs> drowning him. Okay. So, is this man who is living dead now? No. No. He is not, because they pull out his van, and there's nothing in it. And in, as a cop, there's a group of cops there. You'd think they'd, like, look into the water and be like, where's the body? Because then they would see a fucking hand, hand? reach, <laughs> a hand reaching out of the water, just clawing at the pier <laughs> but instead they're just like gee golly what happened to the body i guess it wasn't jack that did all this but then they do think that because then the mayor gets a cut to the mayor's office and he gets a call and he's like oh it was cordell he's dead it's done how did anyone know it's cordell they couldn't find the body he's like it's over with i know but turns also out, there was an extended scene with the feet no what feet did you see the feet under the curtain? Yeah. Well, the extended scene was, oh, okay. it's Cordell, and he comes out and he kills yeah. the mayor. Yeah. Cordell is, like, hiding behind the curtain <laughs> and kills the mayor. <laughs> the scary and movie ghost. You just hear a... Stu- How do you get in there? Fu- the movie is not that great. No, it's not. I mean, I've seen worse. Yeah. The first half is good. There's some actually really good moments, like we talked about. There's some really good kills. Yeah, for sure. As a whole, it's... Eh, exactly. It's whatever. Exactly. Well, thank you, Matt. I'm glad I saw it, man. I mean, sure. the beginning was would really phenomenal. Would you watch the next phenomenal. two? Yes. I would, too. Because I bet you... I mean, as long as you keep the shitty stuff going, like, they just tried too hard at the end. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I'm excited. I'll probably check those out, actually, pretty soon. Um. So, thank you, Matt. That was awesome. 
Next week, guys, Gothica, recommended mm. by Casey C. I can tell you, it is not fun <laughs> to watch. So enjoy that. Um, yeah. Uh, so, guys, check us out, facebook.com slash, and I should know, uh, if you want to be, recommend something, and you're a Patreon member, email me, sean at ihatehorror.com. And if you are a Patreon member and you want to recommend something, join us, patreon.com slash ihatehorror. Join us there. Um also, rate, review, subscribe on iTunes. That's the best way to support us if you can't support us monetarily. Um, we're also on Stitcher now. We're on Google Play now. We're on iHeartRadio now. Yeah. That's insane. That's nuts. That's That was crazy. We're trying to get on Spotify. I don't know if we'll be able to, though. Um, but I'll let you know when we do. Um and you guys have been doing so great. We were so high in the iTunes rankings this week. I think we were like 75 or something like that. It was crazy. Awesome. So we really appreciate it. That's the best way to help us because whenever we're in those rankings, it's just more eyes on us and just helps the show out totally. Um, so just do that. I mean, that's all we really ask for. And if you do leave a review, uh, make sure you email me, Sean at IHateHorror.com, and I'll send you some stickers for free. Uh, we're on Facebook.com slash IHateHorror. Twitter at I Hate Horror Show and Instagram at I Hate Horror Show. I'm at Joe V421, Instagram Boognish1985, Snapchat the Horror Show Joe. Um, <laughs> yeah, I should do Snapchat too, but I don't really want to anymore. Um, <laughs> what else do we have to promote? Anything? We got store.ihatehorror.com, I think, uh, is the name of the. It's where our store is. Uh, we have a few shirts left, so please buy them so we can print some new ones. I want to do new ones. I would love to do new ones. Yeah. So get on it, guys. Wrap those up, and we'll get some new ones made. Um, that's it, man. Gothica next week. Har- thanks, Harley Poe, for allowing us to use the song Gorehound. Really appreciate that. And that is a wrap. All right. All right, man. Guys, thank you guys so much. We really appreciate the support. For Joe, this is Sean. Stay weird. Thank you. Adios. Adios.